Most gracious dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today, God, just thanking you for the wonderful blessing, Lord God. Thank you for just making your face to shine upon us, Lord God, and blessing us, Lord God, to be able to exercise our gifts and callings once again, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for all those that are here and that sit under the sound of your mouthpiece, God. We're asking that you bless them and keep them covered under your blood and watch over them and watch over them, Lord God. Bless all of my family. Couldn't be here today, God. I'm just thinking just the same, God, that you thought enough for me to bring me forward, Lord, and to be able to exercise my calling and gift. And I share that gift today with the people of God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, praise you, and honor you. And it's all in the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 If you don't mind so terribly, if you could turn to James, the first chapter, verses 1 through 7, and just kind of put your finger there. And we'll go to Proverbs 4 and 7 uh, in just a few short minutes as well. When you have it, signify with the words of Amen. James, first chapter, 1 through 7, and it reads, James, a bondservant of God, and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad. Greetings. My brother, count it all joy when you fall into various temptations, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may know that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you like wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man supposes that he will receive anything from the Lord. Let's turn right quick to Proverbs 4 and 7. Proverbs 4 and 7. When you find it, signify it with the words of Amen. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, crown of glory. She will deliver to you. 
hear my son and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered, and when you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instructions. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his words, both for your and my edification. Amen. If I would use for a thought this morning, I would use the thought of wisdom, God's guidance system. Wisdom, God's guidance system. In today's society, there's been a miscarriage of wisdom. So I would like to raise my argument in defense for a lack of wisdom. Especially in the lives of most people, particularly those who are in the household of faith. In the household of faith, we should not be coming in last place when it comes to the getting of wisdom and understanding. Sometimes we fall short in understanding who is the giver of life and that he, God, is the maker and creator of all things and his love and wisdom surpasses all human thinking and reasoning. Are you with me? If we look around and we can clearly see that things of this world are trying to outcome and overcome the things of God but God is still on the throne God is still on the throne come what may we've seen a number of young people being killed and most of the time some are innocent and their lives are taken and that's what the devil wants to happen and sadly, he is taking the very ones who have sold their soul to the devil. Has anybody ever noticed over a period of time in here ongoing and recently, there are some rap artists, singers, and entertainers, are blowing up on the scene. It has spilled out into the sports arenas and various other venues and media outlets all around the world. Come what may, we as Christians must keep our hand to the plow and pray and not slack. The writer says, hold on, change is coming you can make it. Don't worry about a thing. Amen. So James picks up the pen and he begins to write the letter to the church of Jerusalem, encouraging them 
in their faith during difficult times. And in those difficult times are when we need that godly wisdom. Amen. We need godly wisdom in the church house. We need godly wisdom out and about in the marketplace. We need godly wisdom even to order our steps throughout each and every day. James went on to tell them, he says, even though we are going through some tough times and we are facing some trials, just count it all joy because you will soon reap a harvest. So you mean I have to go through something in order to get a reward? Yes, yes. We're the people that are built for going through and being tested and coming out as pure gold. That's the way God designed it for us to be. But in the making of a, a saint of God, in the making of all of that, we got to go through some things so that we can come out as pure gold. Yes, I mean, a little later we'll see. You'll see a little later what I mean, excuse me. <laughs> James does not say if you face trials, but whenever you face them, he assumes that he will have, we will have trials and that it's possible to profit from them. The point is not to pretend to be happy when you face pain, but to have a positive outlook, consider it pure joy. Even though it may sound senseless, but it's all about you gaining a reward that's bigger than life. And that, that's making it to heaven when it's all said and done. Now let me go back up into my notes here just a minute. And I'll pick up a man where I, I stopped just a minute ago. Our pastor just recently preached about college students, grown-ups that are college students, high school students, and that goes for anybody. Don't sell out. Don't sell out. Don't sell your soul to the devil, no matter how much he puts before your face. A lot of our young Athletes, the young college students coming out and going into the drafts of professional sports are selling out. Some don't even go back to school and get their education. They want to get in the draft. They want to hit the combine. They want to hit the summer leagues, the summer camps. But the life expectancy of some athletes is no more than six years if they stay healthy. Amen. So what I'm saying is that we have to use wisdom in everything that we do. 
lot of young men and a lot of young women are entering into these sports arenas. And it's sad. Before they even go to camp, the police is pulling them over for drugs. It's growing in record numbers. I go on the Internet and I'm looking for some information about something that I want to search out. And all across the front page, this athlete went to jail for that. This one went to jail for that. This one pulled over. Guess what he said when they asked him a question? No sign, no trace of wisdom. Now, take, take it like this. Some of them come from homes where they had nothing. Now you can kind of give them somewhat of a benefit of the doubt. But all in all, it takes some wisdom at some point in time in a person's life in order for them to wake up, get it. The devil is out there, and he's playing for keeps. He's playing for keeps, and... He is going to sweep out everything that he thinks that he can use. And he's so nasty, he'll use anything. He don't care what it looks like, smell like, how tall, how short it is. He's going to get it. He say, if I can cause one to miss heaven, I'm, I've got him. I've got him. I've got him. I've got him. Young people in school, be careful. Young people coming out of college, enter into various careers, various fields of study. Be careful, be careful who you listen to. Everybody with the gray head and some age ain't all the time wise. Amen. You can see that for yourself. Now, hats off to the ones that do have gray hair and are wise. Amen. We can look to them. Because there's something about their life that you can feed off of that will help you make it through life. I remember as an 18-year-old young man, when I left home, I didn't know what to do except for just live. Live, party, make a little money, go to work. Make some more, blow it, party. Didn't have no wisdom. But I began to reach back, and the voice that I heard said to me, say, you wasn't raised like that. Sure enough, I said, I answered him. I said, you know, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I wasn't raised like that. So I got a hold to myself, and I began to find somebody 
that had some wisdom, some knowledge, some understanding. And I found a few here and there. <laughs> and then the whole barrel of apples, I, I found some bad apples. But the voice kept speaking to me and said, that ain't the one. That's not the one you will listen to. But if you listen to my voice, you will live and not die. If you have any kind of athletic ability, the push now is to get in the league, you know, show your stuff. Push, push, push. Make millions of dollars so fast, your head will be spinning. But at the same time, you don't have no wisdom to back it up. And I said to myself, I said, man, if I had those millions of dollars, what would I do? You see, the grass is not always green on the other side. As soon as you get to the fence from looking way back there and you get up there to the fence, the brown grass and I already met you there. And you say, man, what was I thinking? Now, my life, as I testify, hasn't always been squeaky clean. I've had some failings and some faults, and I've had to fall in some pitfalls before I recognized and realized that my life was on a downward spiral. So I got to get it and get up out of here. I left home for a couple of years, and I came back, and the same ones I seen on the streets, Blake, were still there with the hand out. I say, man, I ain't got no money. I just started working a couple years ago. I ain't got nothing saved up. Yeah, man, you got some money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you work for Uncle Sam. You got some money. I say, no, I don't. <laughs> and see, at that time, I realized that I hadn't arrived yet, and still I'm on my way. I haven't arrived yet. I don't have what I want to have now. But my dream is to get it before I leave earth. <laughs> Amen. And I'm not going to stress and strain about it. If it's not meant for me, I'm not going to bother it. It's just like you see a snake over there in the corner, and you say, I ain't going to bother with that. But then there's something draw you over there and say, I'm going to see if he's dead or not. <laughs> and just when you reach out and try to get it, it got you. Amen. That's the way the world is today. It's like a vacuum that's waiting for you to stick your hand in the tube and you're gone. Just that quick. Amen. So God's saying he wants his people to have some wisdom at some point in time in their life before they leave planet Earth. So James is saying to the Jerusalem church, and he encouraged them. 
that there is going to be difficult times. And as I forestated, you can make it. We cannot know the depth of our character until we see how we act under pressure. It's not easy to be nice to people when things are going good for you. But it's another thing to be nice when things are not going good for you. Or when you are being treated, not being treated fairly. God will not leave us alone to fight by ourselves. But he will be there through it all. All we have to do is go through it and get over it. This will only help us to grow. No matter what age you are, anything you go through in life is meant for you as a stepping stone for you to get there to where God wants you to be. Now, as you've probably heard a few bits and pieces of wisdom, something along the lines of wisdom, that's the real reason we're here today. To get wisdom. In James, the first chapter, he says, If any be like wisdom, you should ask of God, who gives generously to all without fault finding, and it will be given to you. By wisdom, James is talking not only about knowledge, but about the ability to make wise decisions in difficult circumstances. Whenever we need wisdom, we can pray to God and he will generously supply what we need above and beyond what we could ever ask or think. We as Christians do not have to stumble around in darkness and hope to stumble upon a blessing. All we have to do is ask God for wisdom to guide us in making good choices. And watch the blessings come down. When we liken anything, we ask God, whether it be spiritual or natural, he gives to us. In the case of this study, we'll be asking him for more wisdom. Wisdom that is sent from heaven will cause our eyes to open to the understanding of what he is really trying to say to us. Wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy. James 3 and 17. When others are urging us to take a certain course of action, such as step out of line, we can invite God to order our steps and influence our response. We are given an open invitation by God himself to get wisdom that only he gives and he will be able, we will be able to tap into the finest of what God has for us. Now, there are three characteristics of wisdom. One, it is practical. Two, it's divine. 
three, it's Christ-like. Now let me back up and give you the practical side of it. It's practical. Wisdom from God relates to life even during the most trying times. Real wisdom is not isolated from trials and suffering. This wisdom is the tool by which we are in a trial and we overcome. It is divine. God's wisdom goes far beyond common sense. Let me repeat that again. God's wisdom goes far beyond common sense. Common sense does not lead us to choose joy in the middle of trials. This wisdom begins with respect for God. It leads to living by God's direction and results in the ability to tell right from wrong. And sometimes, even as adults, we don't know right from wrong. Amen? And we get on our kids all the time and we say, you know that wasn't right. Well, what about you? One day you didn't know it was right, and sometimes you, you don't get it right, and we don't get it right. So we got to be patient with them and, 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 and watch over their soul because, amen, one day they'll be where you're at. So you got to train them up in the way they should go. It is Christ-like. Asking for wisdom is ultimately asking to be like Christ. To believe and not doubt means not only believing in the existence of God, but also believing in how his loving care is always there for us. When we lean and depend on God, we can surely expect that he hears our prayer and answer. We must be confident that our prayers are lined up with his purpose for our life. That's God's guidance system. One achieves wisdom through life experiences, through study, through seeking the advice of others who have proved to be wise in their lives and through a number of years and accumulating more wisdom as each year passes. Now, if you haven't lost your place, let's go to Proverbs 4 and 7. Proverbs 4 and 7. We're going to take a look at what Solomon is saying about wisdom. Proverbs 4 and 7, when you have it signified, amen. Solomon says to us in Proverbs 4 and 7, Wisdom is supreme, therefore get wisdom. Though it costs you all you have, get understanding. So that lets us know that wisdom is worth a whole lot more than what we think. It's worth its weight in gold. One other virgin say it like this, above all and before all, do this. Get wisdom. Write it at the top of your list. Get understanding. This afternoon, 
we close our dialogue with the word of God speaking through us, speaking through the life and times to us of King Solomon and James. They both share with us the sentiments of their heart and the heart of God. Today, more so than ever before, there's a lack of the most important link that is meant for people of God. That missing link is wisdom. If we as a people only ask for it, as he will give it, it will change our lives eternally so. The child of God operates in the realm of spiritual wisdom, and the world operates in the world, the realm of worldly wisdom. Being wise means discerning as how to act after you process the facts, information, and circumstances before you. An individual can have a great intellect and be armed with a wealth of information and still make wrong decisions. Amen? Wisdom is important because wise decisions often prevent heartaches. Have you ever found yourself saying, I shoulda, coulda, woulda? I shouldn't have did this. I shouldn't have did that. Well, it's too late. But let a lesson be learned by doing the right thing the next time. Amen. The writer goes on to say, being wise means discerning as to act after the process and the facts and circumstances. Wisdom is the most important because wise decisions will keep you out of the grave sooner than later. <laughs> they can prevent difficult situations from developing or even getting worse. Today, I stand before you seeking to raise the bar for wisdom. There is enough wisdom to go around the whole entire universe, yet there is a shortage of it in the hearts of men, women, boys, and girls. The reason why there is a drought for it is because no one is asking for it. And James lays it out plainly for us. He say, if you ask for it, he said, I'm going to give it to you because it's going to be for your life now and when we leave earth. The scripture clearly lets us know that all we have to do is ask for it and it will surely come without delay. And if you have a pen and a paper with you, I want to give you a few nuggets of wisdom that will help you get through life safely. Number one, wisdom is a gift, is a gift from God to you. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Right relationships, right relationships increase our wisdom meaning wise counsel. You can't go to everybody. 
they must be carefully selected. Wisdom of the world is a false substitute for the wisdom of God. Wisdom loved those who love her. So after the day, we're going to fall in love with wisdom. And that's found in Proverbs 4 and 6. Wisdom will be given when you pray for it in faith. James 1 and 6. You have one life to live. Supercharge your life with wisdom. Live to please God. A miscarriage of wisdom is one of the main reasons for failure in one's life. Now there's a measure of wisdom, and I'll be closing. Wisdom involves assuming a measure of humility, first before God and then before others. 